In today's Live Treasured podcast, a slight shift you can make this summer that will change your life. Hey everybody, I'm Eileen Thompson. Welcome Treasure Tribe to the Live Treasured podcast where we believe that intimacy with Jesus is the key to inner healing and that God can transform your life through the power of his word. One beautiful, bold, brave step of faith at a time. In today's podcast episode, I want to introduce to you our summer podcast series and also really a Bible study that you can do for this summer that centers around a slight shift that you can make that will be life-changing. Now, let me elaborate. First of all, we decided to do a summer podcast series because, you know, summertime things shift. We kind of get out of the weekly routine of meeting with Bible study groups. And so we wanted to give you something that could take you from the beginning of summer to the beginning of fall that would keep you inside of God's Word. And so we decided to come up with a podcast series that's going to allow you to uh, stay connected to the Lord, but also to focus on a topic. And the topic that I want to talk about is shifting your lips. Now, let me explain. So about four weeks ago, a good friend of mine invited me to go to dinner, and I love hanging out with this friend. She's inside the Treasure Tribe. She's locally here in Raleigh, and well, it's just awesome to hang out with her because every time I leave, I just feel positive. I feel challenged. I feel encouraged. This is a sister in Christ, right? And so so we went out to dinner, and it never felt this time again through our conversation, God worked through our conversations to really challenge me. And my friend was talking about uh, how she had sort of been on this journey to really focusing on the words that she spoke and her thought life. And she began to tell me that when she really, really started being proactive about this, that it was really creating a shift inside of her life. And so over the course of dinner, we began to talk about the power of the words that we speak. Now, we all know that the Bible backs this up. We're going to be talking about this later, but the words that you really say matter. And from that dinner conversation with her, there was just an awareness that came into my life. Now, before the dinner conversation, I would have said, you know, I'm, I'm a positive person. I really, you know, I don't use my words to agree with the lies of the enemy. I use my words to confirm the truth of God's word, right? I mean, that that's really what I would say. I wouldn't say I was perfect in that, but I'm telling you, that after that dinner conversation, it brought awareness to really some automatic bad habits that were in my life. And let me give you some of those. Self-deprecation. I mean, how many times like, do I say, oh gosh, that was so stupid, right? Or the need to overly apologize. I'm sorry I didn't return your email right away. I'm sorry I didn't call you back. I'm, I'm sorry this. I'm sorry that. Now, not that we don't say that we're sorry, 
But when we're consistently apologizing for everything, what does that say? I thought about worry. And as much as I know that God is with me and for me, if I'm honest with you, you know, sometimes I'll give in to that worry and go down that and give voice to those lies that the enemy is speaking to me. And sometimes, you know, people can be negative. And I can feel bad about setting boundaries with negative people, right? And, you know, sometimes people can become negative with their words and they can bring us down. Or a lot of times I might feel super defensive, feel like I'm always needing to explain myself. And sometimes I'll give voice to scarcity inside of my life instead of the abundance. In other words, you know, that whole gratitude mindset can be pulled away by the gravity of, you know, because the enemy is always pointing out we don't have, right? And he can get us focusing there. And then I thought about my own thought life. And, you know, it's one thing to teach women that you've got to be proactive about your thoughts. But on the days where the enemy is really attacking you with those thoughts that can lead to those anxious feelings or depressive feelings or, or not worthy feelings or shameful feelings or whatever it may be, you know, I began to see that it was time for me to stop being so passive about it and being proactive. And what I saw was that a lot of this was sort of automatic in my life. I automatically wanted to defend myself. I automatically apologize. I automatically would say things under my breath like, oh, Eileen, I can't believe you did that, right? And because it was automatic, I didn't have awareness, but through my conversation with my friend, there was an awareness that happened and a fire lit in me that I just wanted to say, you know what, enemy, no more. It's time for me to take back territory from you by using my lips to speak words of life and asking my tribe to do the same. You see, there is just a habit, I think, that's so ingrained in many women that we don't even realize the harm that it's doing to us. And that habit is the self-deprecation or the constantly feeling like you have to prove yourself or apologize. And all of that is tied to shame. We're going to be getting into that later on inside of our journey and really taking ourselves down. And you know, it seems small, right? I mean, it's just these words and we're just saying them. But each phrase, while it may be quick, we might say it under our breath or even under humor. We might be sarcastic when we self-deprecate, but it gets in the way. It gets in the way of the confidence and the inner peace that Jesus died to give you. And I'm saying today is the day, this summer is the summer where you and I say no more. We are going to shift our lips. We are going to start with us, and we are going to change the way that we speak about ourselves. And so we came up with this thing called 10 Tips to Tame Your Lips, and that is our podcast series this summer. Every week, 
I'm going to be going over one of these tips with you in an effort to bring awareness to those little bad habits sometimes that women are carrying. Because guess what? It's time to break them. Because it's not God's intention for you to talk that way about yourself. In fact, about anybody. Because words really carry an impact and they matter. And before we can begin to give this to others, right, you've got to be able to give it to yourself. And a lot of times, women will feel more confident encouraging and praising others, and then we'll flip right around and we'll self-deprecate ourselves. And I don't know if you can identify with this and, hey, I'll be the first one to say that when my friend first brought it up and how she was walking through this challenge in her life and really taking this seriously, I thought, yeah, I've, I've kind of already got this mastered. But once she pointed out to me all these little things, these little areas, which we're going to be going over in the next 10 weeks, it brought awareness to some things that were automatic in my life, and it was time to make a shift. And so I want to invite you this summer, where this is launching our podcast series this summer called 10 Tips to Tame Your Lips. And today, I'm going to be sharing with you um, what this, what our goals are for this. And the first thing is that we want to bring awareness to what is automatic. In other words, you don't even think that self-deprecation is a bad thing, right? Or, or whatever, or apologizing all the time. You may even say, well, I should be apologizing, right? And it becomes automatic. But through our podcast, we're going to highlight... 10 things where you might need a shift in your lips, the way that you're speaking about this. And so our podcast is going to be about bringing awareness to what is an automatic bad habit that needs to shift. And because it's on automatic, you may not even be realizing you're doing it, right? Well, we're going to be changing all that. And I need to change this in my own life which is why I'm excited to take this journey with you. And to help you with that, we have produced a PDF document with all the 10 tips on it, and you can download that for free. You just go to treasuredministries.com forward slash lips, and you can download those tips. And then each week, you can subscribe to the Treasure Ministries podcast or the Live Treasure podcast and listen in and find out the next tip. So the list on treasureministries.com will let you know the 10 that we're talking about. And then each week inside of the podcast, I'm going to be unpacking a message straight from the word of God to get to the root of the issue so that you and I can change. So if I want you to get that printable, if you like, treasureministries.com forward slash lips. That's where the printable is. And then subscribe to our podcast. Okay. So the first part is that we're going to be bringing awareness to what is automatic by taking the next 10 weeks. And I'm going to be teaching you straight from the word of God about these little habits that have become automatic that you may not even know that you're doing. Number two, 
Once we bring awareness to what is automatic, we are going to access the source of the Holy Spirit for lasting change. My second point is that you must choose grace over your grit for lasting change. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the Bible tells us in James chapter 3, 7, and 8 that no man can tame a tongue. I mean, the title of our series is 10 Tips to Tame Your Lips. But the very first point of that is that the Bible tells us that you can't tame your tongue. And so if you try to break the habit of, you know, in, you know, overly apologizing or needing to prove yourself or whatever it may be, and you try to do that by saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to just do this and I'm, I'm going to change my habit and, I'm, and you just dig into that grit, you've got limited strength. And I'm going to tell you something. What a blessing to know that the Bible tells us that we can't do it. Because when we know we can't do something, that's when we can surrender to the Lord and invite the Holy Spirit in and allow Him to bring the lasting change inside of our life. Listen to this scripture. James 3, 7, and 8 says this. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being. Okay, I'm going to just read that again. No human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. It's like, well, James. This is in James chapter 3, verse 7, 8. Could you be a little more clear? You know, so the tongue has a lot of power. What we say has a lot of power, right? And so we are going to need, because no man can tame a tongue, to access the source of the Holy Spirit. And I say that because so many times, you know, there will be all these books with wonderful motives you know, do these three things and avoid anxiety, do this, this, and that. And and really the bottom line of the gospel is this. You couldn't save yourself and you can't sanctify yourself either. And it is through that intimate relationship with Jesus by pressing into the Holy Spirit that once we become aware of what needs to be changed, we can access the source of the Holy Spirit. And one of the ways that we're going to do that is not only every week is there going to be a podcast to bring awareness, but then I'm going to give you a weekly nourish scripture on whatever topic that we're talking about so that you can dive into God's word. And the reason for that is this, until you change your core beliefs, there will be no lasting change. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to write his words on our heart, in particular about our identity in Christ. And we're going to be getting into this in later episodes during the week. But all of this, the self-deprecation, the it is all goes back to shame. It really does. And I am so tired of what shame does to women. I'm tired of what it does in my life. And listen, I have to be proactive about this every day single day. And when we partner with the Holy Spirit, we stand with the power of God and his strength is limitless. So you can't tame your tongue, but once you become aware, you can access the source and that's where lasting change. All right. So 
Every week, we're going to be giving you a nurse scripture that you can dive into about that topic. So it's sort of like not just a summer podcast series, it's like a summer Bible study series as well. Now, with that nurse scripture, you can read it and just meditate on it. If you want to use the Nourish Method to go deeper, you can do that. If you're saying, what is the Nourish Method? I'd love to know more about that. Go to our YouTube channel and look at our playlist. We've got the 21-day challenge there that teaches you about the Nourish Method. Um, But the point is, the point is to just get into God's Word and just to read it, right? And as you read it, to pray and to ask God to teach you new truth, to write new truth on your heart because it is in that that there is change. The third thing is that I want you to just consider accountability for this journey. Now, just like the root of all this, this all started with a dinner that I had with a Treasure Tribe member here locally. And our conversation, it just completely has shifted so much in my life, right? And that was from our friendship. And so I'm wondering if maybe you want to grab a friend and say, hey, are you interested in doing this? It's really easy. We just subscribe to the podcast. We listen once a week to the message that um, we post that podcast every Tuesday. And then we read a scripture together. And maybe uh, maybe you guys could, uh, I don't know, meet over Zoom or just talk on the phone. Listen, I'm in a texting group with uh, with two other women, and we're consistently, we're all very busy, we have children, but we consistently pray for each other, and we're always going back and forth. And so, you know, one of the things I think COVID did is it allowed us to sort of expand the ways that we can gather. And um, so just consider that. And hey, if you're like, well, I don't know, like my friend is going somewhere out of town for summer, I don't, you know, I need somewhere else to connect with. I know that I'm going to be here doing it. And actually, one of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast series is because this is an area in my life that I know God is calling me to change. So I want to invite you to walk along with me and feel free to share stuff on our Facebook page. And let's just take this journey together. Inside of the Treasure Tribe, I'm going to be posting a Uh, a a discussion forum where we can kind of go back and forth with one another. And so really consider that place of accountability. And even if it's just you and me taking this journey together, baby, accountability helps so much when you're trying to change uh, a habit. And then the next thing, really the last thing, is to change your perspective on words. Words really do matter. The words you say matter. The words that you speak should be those that nourish your soul. And sometimes because words are small, you know, I think that we think, oh, it doesn't really matter if I just say under my breath, gosh, I can't believe I did that. That was so stupid. You know, we just don't take enough Um, weight to those words. But listen to what the Bible says in James chapter 3. I'm starting with verse 2. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. 
So here we says that the word, like the words that we say, kind of, it keeps our body in check. Now, it also said that anybody who can speak perfectly, and then in, in the verses that follow, we read previously, it says no man can tame the tongue. So we know that nobody does this perfectly. But James was making a point here. He was making a point that your tongue, your lips, what you say matters. He goes on to say this in verse 3. When we put bits into the mouths of horses and make them obey obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships, for an example. Although they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants it to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body but makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body and sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is in itself set on fire by hell. It's like, okay. I think James wanted us to get that point. I think God wants us to get the point too, because literally, it's not just in James. We're going to be looking at lots of scriptures. It's all over the word. Verse 9, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, my brothers and sisters. This should not be. Can both fresh and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear fruits? Neither can salt spring. Can a salt spring produce fresh water? What those verses were saying, really a lot of things, but that the words that you say have power. And, you know, it was saying here that, you know, talking about speaking words over people, and we'll be getting into that too, but, you know, a lot of women that I know are great encourages to others, but when it comes to themselves, they pull themselves down, they self-deprecate, myself included. And guess what? We're drawing a line in the sand. And here's what will happen. When you're able to receive that love and give that love to yourself, that's really when it begins to multiply and you're able to give it to others. Because no longer are you looking for people to praise you or for people to prove yourself to, right? Or for people to constantly, when you're apologizing, you know, release you of that shame. You're connected with God. You're receiving your identity from Him. You're accepting it. And then you're able to give it to others. I dare to say that this is the first step of authentically doing that with others. And that's the journey that you and I are on. So words really have power. Now, I'll never forget um, one year I was studying the book of Daniel. And there's a scene in Daniel chapter 5 where King Belshazzar, I hope I pronounced that correctly, (laughs) where King Belshazzar gives this banquet. And inside of the banquet, he just treats the temple like it's nothing. 
It says this, While Belshazzar was drinking his wine, he gave orders to bring in the gold and silver goblets that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem, so that the king and his nobles, his wives, and his concubines might drink from them. So they brought in the gold goblets that had been taken from the temple of God in Jerusalem, and the king and his nobles and his wives and his concubines drank from them. And as they drank wine, they praised the gods of gold and silver, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Can you imagine? I remember when I was reading that, I was like, dude, you obviously don't know what you're doing. You're taking things that are so precious to God. The temple is precious to God. The articles in the temple, holy. And you're using them for these, like, you know, like you just don't even care, like they're solo cups that you can just throw away or something like that. And I thought to myself, you're getting ready to get it. And he sure did. Verse 22, this is what Daniel says, but you, Belshazzar, his son, have not humbled yourself, though you knew all this. Instead, you have set yourself up against the Lord of heaven. You have had the goblets from his temple brought to you and to your nobles and your wives and your concubines drank wine from them. You praise the gods of silver and gold, of bronze and iron and wood and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand, but you did not honor the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. Therefore, he sent the hand that wrote the inscription. This is the inscription that was written. And here's what these words mean. You have, sorry about that. I had to turn the page. God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. You have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Your kingdom is divided between the Medes and the Purse. So, you know, he was not humble and he was then humbled by God and God took away his uh, position. But, you know, when I was studying that, I was like, you know, God really cares about how the temple is treated. Think about inside of the gospels when um, Jesus took a whip and he drove out uh, the money changers from the temple. Why? Because he said, this is my father's house and it shall be a house of prayer. God cares how the temple is treated. Well, guess what? What does the Bible tell us in Corinthians? The Bible tells us in Corinthians chapter 13, they were the temple. We are the temple. We are the temple. And so that means that God cares greatly how we treat the temple. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says this, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells within your midst? Now, normally when we hear that, we think, you know, you hear about taking care of your temple. You think about like, um, you know, a, a lot of times people will use that scripture and rightly so because um, there are a lot of verses tied to this for sexual purity. And a lot of times people will also use that scripture to talk about eating healthy and exercising, and rightly so. But beyond our physical health and our spiritual health, there's emotional health. And when you speak,
speak those words, when you entertain negative thoughts and don't rise up and push back with God's truth, and when you agree with them, you know what? That's not talking about or treating the temple in the way that God would intend. You're valuable. You're bought with a price. And the Holy Spirit indwells within you. Can you imagine God's temple? I mean, when they built the tabernacle, when it was the transitory temple, it was built with all this splendor and all this glory. Why? Because the temple was valuable. And can you imagine if people wrote graffiti all over it or just, you know, were talking bad about it? And I think that there's a gravity that we need to take note of here, that the words that you and I say matter. What we say about ourselves matters. One last scripture. In Matthew 5, 21 through 22, in the message translation, um, I'm going to be reading from to, to read this, but it's that part in the uh, Sermon on the Mount and, you know, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is uh, sort of, um, he's, he's bringing that deeper meaning into, um, in, into his law that, in, that gives freedom and life. And so Matthew 5.21 says this, You are familiar with the command to the ancestors, do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who is so much angry with his brother or sister is guilty of murder carelessly call a brother idiot and you just might find yourself hauled into court thoughtlessly yell stupid at a sister and you are on the brink of hellfire the simple moral fact is that words kill now i know that you are an encourager to others but you must also be to yourself. And that's not a place of pride. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be unpacking this every week straight from the word of God. But what I want you to see today is that the words that you say matter. And it's time. It's time for me. It's time for every woman inside of the treasured tribe. It's time for us to rise up against the enemy and his plans to get us to agree with him and to, you you know what, there's too much um, emotional abuse out there. We don't need to add to it. We need to embrace God's word, God's truth for us and take care of our temples, our emotional health by bringing a shift to our lips And I'm on this journey with you. I am on this journey with you. And you know what I say? Together, let's take a light, the light of God's word, and shine them on the the words that we speak and on the thoughts that we have. And as we dismantle these habits, we have of seeing ourselves as less than when Christ has called us to do, 
as we dismantle those through the power of the Holy Spirit, we're going to pick up the holy habit of speaking life and experience life and peace. So here's I want you to join me, and here's how you do it. Go to treasuredministries.com forward slash lips, and you can download our free printable called 10 Tips to Tame Your Lips. That's the first thing. The second thing is subscribe to the Live Treasure podcast. Every week, every Tuesday, we're going to be releasing not only a message, but we're also going to be giving you a scripture that you can read. We'll talk about it inside of the podcast, and then we will put that link inside of the um or the scripture and the link to the scripture inside of the podcast description. And so you'll have some scriptures that you can kind of meditate on through the week. If you want to use the nourish method to apply that to the scripture, grab a journal and and go for it. But the important thing is to listen to the podcast to bring awareness. And then we're going to access this work by diving into God's word. The next thing is grab a friend or come join me every week. We're doing this together and accountability helps so much. Why? Because our words carry a lot of weight and it's time for us to rise up against the crashing tide of the enemy that wants to pull us down and stop agreeing with him with what we say so that we can speak words of life, the words that God wants us to agree with and speak. And from that place, steer the rudder of our ship, empowered by the winds of the Holy Spirit towards the journey that God wants us to take. Thanks so much for listening in. And again, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You know, when you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, you're actually helping Treasured Ministries expand our reach because the more subscribers that we have, the more our podcast will grow. Would love for you to help us out in this way. And I can't wait to talk to you next week about our first tip to tame your lips, which is stopping self-deprecation and turning it into celebration. Thanks again, everybody, and have a great week. Bye-bye.